we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hey CJ, remember that one time? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember, remember that, that One Time, time. the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast. And these are not oh. your mom's fairy tales. That's Yay, the Golden Girls go. living room. Yeah, you are yes. literally in the Golden Girls living room. Oh yeah. my god, yes. I am. This is how my home is decorated. Yes. Now look at me. I'm lame. I have a fucking map behind me, and I'm in a closet. Kristen's in a closet. Like you're literally on a movie set. I know. Yeah. Life is cool down here in Florida, right? We can tell who the real professional is. We got the Tiger King, and we got the Golden Girls living room. Like this is our claim to fame. Dude, can we just talk about that for like 30 seconds? You're going to oh, have to because we have 40 minutes and an entire podcast to okay. record, so you better yeah. make it quick. 30, 30 seconds isn't enough for that tiger bullshit. Exactly. I started watching it the other night, and I can't stop. But no spoilers. Falcon, she killed her husband. She totally that, killed her husband. And yes. that guy is crazy. Okay, 100%. I'm done. Okay. Yeah, we could do an entire <laughs> podcast on that, and we should. That should be after we wrap up our it's sex totally series. Should. It will be Tiger King. I haven't even finished it yet, but I can't even wait. I might finish it tonight. You should. I'm I'm on episode three, and I guess there's like six episodes or something. There's eight. So... eight? Yeah, I'm on five. Oh, we wrapped it up last week. The mayhem already. <laughs> like, I can't handle it. I literally I chewed all my nails off. <laughs> So there's a funny thing going around with my friends that they're like, some of you guys didn't grow up in Florida and drive by the homestead sign and it shows because <laughs> other people are around the country are like, oh my God, is this what happens in Florida? Fuck yes, it's what happens in Florida. This is never this is surprising. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, it's, it's the perfect time for something like this to come out on Netflix because like what the hell else does everybody have? Right. Everybody's holed up in their houses and, yep. you know, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. You know what you're supposed to do? Listen to this week's episode of Remember That One Time. That's right. what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yes. 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 And so you are, in fact, listening to Remember That One Time with your hosts, Chris. And CJ. And welcome to episode 39, Sexy Sex Stories Part 3. We have a guest joining us tonight. Welcome the other Courtney Davenport. Are you literally, you're strobing. I know, I was just going to say, it's like a club. Okay. It's all in the club up in here. So I have to go through like different settings on this light to get it to do what I want it to do. And it happened to strobe my bad. Uh, You will recognize the other Mrs. Davenport. You'll recognize her voice from previous episodes where we interviewed our Facebook name twins and exchanged stories. So check that one out as well for a good laugh. Before we get started, here are a couple of very quick words from our sponsors. So our first sponsor is Perfectly Polished Paragraphs. Um, They are a proofreading company. They will help you out if you're building a website, if you're doing um, any kind of, if you're a student and you're doing papers, if you are writing a book, anything that needs to be proofread, check them out. Um, Their website is perfectlypolishedparagraphs.com. You can reach them at info at perfectlypolishedparagraphs.com. We do have a promo code for them and it is PP20 and that gets you 10% off for any of their services. So hit them up because you don't want to write Cockpot when you mean to say crockpot because that's no good. Exactly. Big difference. Our second sponsor is Mic Drop Mobile Media. They are affordable, dependable, and unforgettable mobile DJ service. So they are there to put a soundtrack to your favorite memories, which coming up soon will probably be a hooray we survived the uh, coronavirus party where we're all going to get together since we've been like starved for communication and uh, social things. So once we all get together and party hardy, Mike Drop will be there to drop the bass. Good times. That's going to be a good day when we can all get together again. Oh, it's going to be banging. This is Um, insane. Like, the biggest excitement I've had is going to the grocery store. (laughs) It's like life or death, I know. It's terrible. 
Yeah, Our I like local grocery store has been out of toilet paper for like three weeks, and mm-hmm. in place of the toilet paper, they have a box and it's got cabbage leaves in it, and they're selling them for twenty five cents. Wow. Oh yeah. The things that people will do. My God. And I've seen a couple of people actually buy them. So. Gotta do what it, you gotta it's do. It's getting serious up in here. I have a plan though. Like I still have like eighteen rolls of really crappy toilet paper, so I'm gonna go through that first. And then I have three packs of baby wipes, and then I have two boxes of tissue, and then mm-hmm. I have some old mismatched socks and some shop rags, and then after that I'm shit out of luck. So I don't know. I'm gonna okay, here is paper. here's something <laughs> like some sort of secret life hack for you guys. Amazon still exists. Amazon will ship you as much toilet paper as you want. You just have to wait for FedEx to get here. Spoiler alert, I did that today just to see how long the delivery time was for some toilet paper. Estimated delivery time, January 3rd, 2021. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, I just ordered it a week ago and it said May 3rd. And I was like, whoop! Yeah, Yeah, like it's... All right, well, corn chip it is. Oh my word! Time to break out the seashells and the pine cones. Yeah, like level six could be like the grocery bags, like the plastic grocery bags, or your doggy poop bags. Like you could yeah. try that at least, but it's not going to be very comfortable. God, I hope it doesn't get to that. Not well, at all. You can always sacrifice a towel or two that you're not like in love with. Yeah, that's true. They're washable. They true. are. Could just get a bidet, maybe. There's that. You know, those are selling out too. Yeah. Okay, we have derailed completely. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> because that's what happens. CJ I'm likes to ramble. Okay, all right. Yeah, so we're getting started with um, weird places that these guys have had sex. Honestly, I don't think I've ever done anything in a weird place. So I'm just going to let these two take <laughs> over for pretty much the entire show. And I will add my go- color commentary <laughs> if I have anything. Okay, well, I'm gonna let you go first because I don't want to. I don't want to ramble and take up all your time. So, oh, she will. If we if we get to mine, we get to mine. But I want to hear yours. Well, I thought maybe we could like volley back and forth because I've got. I'm much like the last time I was on your show. I'm gonna kind of ramp up to the <laughs> nice to the story that I'm still even right now questioning whether or not I actually want to let escape from my parted lips. That's what we're here for. <laughs> asking yourself that question that means you have to exactly um, it's show code earlier tonight i've already had like a a virtual happy hour with like a handful of my girlfriends so this bottle of wine is already like a quarter of the way gone (laughs) it's not even there it's not even there it's gone a little bit there you go is that is it barefoot loose no it's a chariot gypsy i don't know it was on sale at trader joe's what the hell <laughs> these are Dang. times people these are crazy times <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta take what you can get so yeah i suppose my first story is like a little exciting but not too terribly exciting but there was a boy in college that i was so in love with he totally broke my heart um he was uh he lived long distance and i met him on in a summer job where i traveled around a lot and he let me come visit him. And he was going to University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. He was a Wolverine. He was a band kid because that was my jam. Those were my people and they will forever be my people. We know. Yes, dude. Oh, I mean, we could have a whole conversation about the sections and band. You know, the drummers are always kind of hot, but a little spiky, but it was the trumpet <laughs> players. The trumpet players were the boys you had to watch out for, and they could do things with their mouth. So anyway, well, Kristen knows. Just, I was about to say experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my guy was a clarinet player. I don't know what to make. Great embouchure. Yes. Yes. Um, he knew how to handle his reed. Anyway, and he was excellent at fingering. Yes, he was quite <laughs> adept at that. Um, so I went to go visit him. Uh, and it was the very first football game of the season for college. And I'm sure a lot of towns do this, but the whole town of Ann Arbor shut down at <laughs> noon on the day of the very first football game of the season. Businesses, shops down like the main street, closed, shutters down. 
So the band typically, well, I guess, I mean, they did at this point, I don't know if they still do it, but they marched all the way from the band room in the streets to the stadium. It was like a big deal. And people would like celebrate and get behind them and they would play their music really, really loud and they marched all the way to the stadium. And so I got to like walk along next to them, obviously, I'm just like holding Gatorades and being like, oh my God. Oh, my friends in there. He's so handsome. Oh, I'm with the band. I'm with the band. Hello. He's the, like, third clarinet chair right there. He's so amazing. So, <laughs> so I'm following them or whatever, and then the game happens, and then they do their halftime show and all that stuff. And then I think later, it was later that night or maybe the night after, but we snuck back to the stadium, and we spread out a little beach towel on the 50-yard line. It's not all you spread. Oh, girl. Yeah. And there were also some other things spread. And um, we totally got it on on the 50 yard line in the stadium. Nice. <laughs> it was pretty great. I was nervous, though, because I was like, there's got to be somebody who's going to come in here like at any second. But like somebody managed. <laughs> we we started, we achieved, we finished, we were out of there. So it was it was pretty it great. It out, right? Yeah, it was it was pretty great. And then later he went on to break my heart in a million pieces, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> right. Okay, so your turn. All, All right. right. See, my turn. What's the best one? No, I don't want to do the best one yet. Okay, so this one time we were, uh, it was me and my uh, high school boyfriend. We were, so he lived on this back road. And his grand, no, great-grandmother actually lived across the street, and he would go over there and mow her grass for her. And so one time he was just finishing up, and we were going to go ride four-wheelers, like, way, way in her backfield um, after he was done. So I went ahead and went over there, and things got a little bit frisky. Mind you, this is like noon. It's like broad daylight. Great-grandma and grandpa are inside, like, taking their afternoon nap. And we were just like, let's get it on right here in the front yard. How old are you at this point? Way too young. Like 14 or 15. 15. Yeah. I, I'm one of those people, like, I lost it way too young. Like, I will be the first to admit, I had no business having sex as young as I did. But I think I made up for it because I had sex with the same guy all through high school and all through college. Like that was it. It was one guy and that was it. So I wasn't like bouncing around from person to person, but yeah, I did it way too soon. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we're like, let's get busy right here. What's the worst that could happen? Mm. I mean, they're pretty much deaf. They're not going to hear anything. Oh God. I'm pretty sure they need help getting out of the bed. So I'm sure that added a little bit to the excitement too of like, we could get caught. Yeah, yeah, it did. I, I will admit that it did. So, yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, for me, on being on the 50-yard line in the stadium, the, the excitement of getting caught was more like, I really, I'm, I'm like a good girl. I don't want to be arrested. Like, can we just... <laughs> Let's make it quick. Was this yeah. before, um, before, like, the mobile patrol app where, like, your friends could be scrolling, like, look, Courtney Davenport got arrested for oh what would that be like indecent exposure or way earlier than anything like that (laughs) won't talk about it's been a minute the ancient ancientness of your your name (laughs) twin over here um no that was way before that but okay so second story is um i was seeing a guy who had a job that had like a van like a cargo van mm-hmm. and uh I was working somewhere and we just wanted to like he was gonna just come by and say hello for a little bit so I met him in a parking lot near where I was working and you know one thing led to another That's like they often did. do <laughs> and um he was complimenting the way my legs looked in my skirt and before I knew it they were in the air I mean what are you gonna do <laughs> So we were in the back of the van and we were kind of getting it on and it was getting a little, um, what's the right word? Aggressive isn't the right word, but um, involved might be the right word. The point where 
I could, you know, one of those out of body experiences, you know, things are happening and I'm kind of like, I think this van is really moving like a lot. <laughs> oh, oh no. So, um, I mean, I could, you know, I could feel, I don't know if you've ever had sex in a car, but like you can oh. kind of feel the whole chassis just like, oh. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. for those of you in the podcast world, Courtney's moving back and forth right now. <laughs> you can't see me, but, um. So that was happening and I was like, oh, this fan is really moving. But obviously it was, you know, thinking about other things too. And it was really great. And then we were done, but we were just sort of laying there talking for a little bit. And all of a sudden, like a shadow passes by one of the back windows and we hear bam, 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 bam on one of the doors. And I'm freaked out. I jump up and I jump into like the corner of the back of the van and I just sort of like huddle <coughs> down into a small circle. Nice. And he kind of crawls into the front seat and I hear him talk to somebody and it was a woman and she's like, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, I just pulled the van over to take a nap. And she goes, you were not taking a nap. Ooh, she knows. I heard those words and I, instantly I was like, oh shit, the van was really, really rocking. Like she was probably watching us from the building and she took her happy ass all the way from the building and walked all the way out here. And she, but because I heard her say, you were not taking a nap. And he goes, I was taking a nap. And she's like, I know that's not what you were doing. And he's like, well, whatever, I'm leaving now. I'm going to go. And she's like, I've already called the police and they're on their way over here. And he like starts the car and throws it in reverse. <laughs> and she's just still standing there. And I'm in the back of the van listening to all this like, oh, my God. Oh my God, I'm going to be arrested. Do you see the recurring theme here? Courtney's like, I'm going to be arrested. But um, yes. yeah, so I just huddled in the back of the van. But, but the So he pulls the car in reverse and he just sort of like drives away while she's still standing there like, I called the police and blah, blah, blah. And they're on their way. And um, so I'm asking him and he's driving away and I'm, and I'm like, what, what, what was that? And he's like, yeah, she had a badge and everything. Oh, shit. I don't know, you know, what her deal was. And I was like, my car was next to your car. Oh, so, no. Uh, I had to get back to work. And my car is Wait, right next to where break? we were parked. Yes. <laughs> so, which I was way overdue back for my lunch break. But um, my car was parked right next to it. So I figured, I was like, you know, because you always think that the person who's out to catch you knows everything that's in your head, which is yeah. not true. Right, right. But I was like, surely she knows that that was my car sitting right next to you. And surely she's running my plate right now. And she knows exactly my name and where I live. And she's going <laughs> to go tell my parents and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God, my life is ruined. And I'm going to be arrested. <laughs> and um, so we drive around for like 15 minutes because I was like, don't go back to my car yet. I need her to like calm down and go away. And then I had him, I was so nervous. I had him drop me off like three blocks away. And I'm sitting here doing like a semi walk of shame, like (laughs) fully dressed, but you know, back to my car. And then I get to the outside of the parking lot and it was a long ass freaking walk back to my car. And I just walked as fast as I could. I'm like, power walking back to my car, just praying to death that some lady wasn't going to come. Cause I didn't know what she looked like. I didn't see her face oh, praying no. that some lady isn't just going to come running over to me from the bushes going, I know that was you in the back of that van. And I know you weren't taking a nap, but I, yeah, I power walked back to my car and jumped into it and like pulled in reverse and pulled out as fast as I could. And we never heard another word about it. And then when I got back home, I looked up to see if regular people can look up your plates. And it turns out that regular people really can't, like the police can, Yeah. but like a normal person can't just put in your plate number and, and know who you are. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm all right. And I never heard anything about it, but I was like, oh shit. So I'm like, <laughs> you go back there, the, there was no police. They were gone. No, thankfully <laughs> nobody was, I, I thought for sure the second I turned that corner, she was gonna, just gonna be leaning up against my car. <laughs> And then what would I have done? I would have just kept walking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, I would still be walking. I'd probably be like <laughs> one of those people on walkabout, just like having an, ex, an existential vision or something. I'd still be walking to this day, but I was mortified. I was like, oh my God, that lady's coming to get me. Completely empty parking lot. And you guys were like the only two vehicles, like way, way in the back. No, the thing is, is that we were so amateur about it. Like we, we, <laughs> we didn't go all the way to the back of the, 
if had I done it now, I'd have been like, go to the back of the parking lot. So if I have to walk my happy ass back to the car, at least I don't have to come all the way into the parking lot and like <laughs> take extra minutes to do that. But you know, I was much younger then. So we just sort of, we didn't park right next to cars, but we parked like five or six spaces away from other cars. Oh, yeah. And it was like an <laughs> office building. And it wasn't, I, I mean, I was on my lunch, but it wasn't a typical lunchtime. So I didn't think anybody would be paying attention or walking around, but she, I'm pretty sure she saw the van probably shaken back and forth from the building and was like, I'm just going to go see what's going on out there and give some people a heart attack. So that was, that was not a fun day. I was very, very nervous walking. I don't think I've ever been so nervous just walking. That actually reminds me that I do have very similar I didn't get caught or anything and I didn't have any sort of confrontation, but there was two. I, I owned a minivan, which mm-hmm. was for the same exact purpose, the shagging wagon. <laughs> there was the first time at a pilot truck, truck stop at like two o'clock in the morning with some random guy that I had exchanged like smut stories with in the very beginning. It was really weird. Because I was like, I'm, like, into literature and writing and intellectual men. Can you, like, look over this and tell me what you think? And it was all, like, it was all stupid and smut. So we got together and that. But then the second time was the boyfriend down in South Carolina. We met the day after Thanksgiving in the middle, like, halfway around Knoxville Crab Orchard. It was the Crab Orchard um, exit for the huddle house but the h in huddle house the first one had like broken and it was turned this way so it said i uddle house (laughs) so technically we banged in the i uddle house parking lot off of an exit off of i-40 on the day after thanksgiving we didn't get busted Mm. for anything but that's that's as exotic as i get Mm. chris exotic (laughs) you know the huddle house is not everywhere so some people might consider that exotic it is that is true (laughs) maybe i have a couple of just like little random ones um so i mean i feel like everybody at some point has had sex in a cemetery that's probably i have not i have not so this is new for me please do educate me i had phone sex does that count out of the vehicle and like it's not like we were fucking on a headstone or anything like that i'm just saying like it and it was literally it's the one right down the road from your old house it was like same one that i had the phone sex in actually on the tombstone yeah cool plot twist it was with each other dun 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 (laughs) (laughs) hey people have been speculating since fourth grade that was Mm. like that was like my place in high school Mm -hmm. i would take my boyfriend and because it was like kind of there was like a little bitty hill like a little rise and then it went down so if you parked way in the back people going on the road they couldn't see your car and it's all woods and yeah it's all woods and so you know and it was close to home and so i'm like okay let's do it and i mean he had a fucking trans am it's not fun having sex in a trans am and i made myself a promise when Mm -hmm. i was a kid i said when I grow up, I'm never having sex in a vehicle ever again because I'm an adult and I can have sex wherever I want. <laughs> and since since I became a grown-up, I have not had sex in a vehicle ever again. Wow. It's not, it's not fun. It's not. Unless unless you have a giant shagging wagon, but try doing it in a Trans Am. It ain't to take the T-tops off to fit, especially if I you're going to straddle him. Like, your head has to come out of the top of the car. Well, we used to get in the back seat. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I've had sex in the backseat of like a coupe or a sedan. It's no, you're right. You bang your head on the top. It's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Like with the Trans Am, there's not a middle seat in the back. It's that weird hump. Mm -hmm. It's a mess. It was a hot mess. So we used to do that. And then we found another spot that was even closer to home that we would like. So if I was at his house or he was at my house and, you know, I was going home, we could like stop there really quick like banging out and then like he could take me home or whatever we used to call it bang out a good one bang out a good yes nice. yeah. <laughs> we could bang out a good one real fast and then he could take me home and so it was this hay field 
and we would like back in so that we could just like get out real quick. And so we backed in one day, turned out the lights, we're going at it. And all of a sudden I see like red and blue lights. <gasps> no, <laughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> and, and headlights pointed right at us. And then I saw a door open and a flashlight. So we've got two headlights and a flashlight pointed right at us. I can't see anything but this light and the red and blue lights. And I was like, this is it. This is it. And at that point, it was like dangerously close to like, I was worried about the whole statutory rape thing because I think he was turned 18 and I was not. I'm like running through my brain like, what's the age limit? What's the age of consent? What's the, should I lie about my age and all this shit? And I was just like, this is it. Oh God. <laughs> so we rolled down the window. It turned out to be one of our friends. <gasps> no. One of those little thingies that you put on the hood of the car that <sighs> with the red and blue lights. It was one of our fucking friends. It was Kale. Of course it was. Yeah. And he was like, what y'all doing in there? I'm like, Kale, GTFO. Damn business. We're busy. Banging out a good one. Yes. I'm so I want you to take that phrase and use it forever now. I'm going yeah, to. it's gonna be a hashtag within ten minutes. Bang out a good one. That needs to maybe be the title of this episode. You know what? Do it. Done. Do it. Bang out a good one. Keep, for this whole sexy sex series, we keep using the same title, so like why not call it banging out a good one? It's a great phrase. It it describes everything you're looking to get across yes all in one phrase yep okay so oh my god deep breath here we go oh is this the one yeah Keep hi my name is courtney and i've been to a sex club oh god <laughs> i am dying to know what that entails first of all the the other madam courtney davenport was just giving like victory hands down below me she's yes. like yes girl yes i have to know everything okay so additional layer of fun to this story is <laughs> hi my name is courtney and i've been to a sex club with a girl yes yep it's all of the most fun things you could think about um yes so I had a friend um, with benefits nice. uh, that I met and we knew each other for like a year and we knew we wanted to be together in that way, um, but we couldn't like get our courage up to do it. Like we would, it was so stupid. This was back in college. Um, we would try and drink a little and we'd just get a little sleepy and we would just make out a little and then we'd fall asleep. <laughs> and neither one of us were the aggressor. Um, so we just like, we couldn't get our shit together to like, go for it. Something happened. Yeah. I know. We would put ourselves in these situations where we thought for sure and then it just wouldn't. And so she, I don't know how she found this place, but she did find it. And this was back, um, again, because your other friend, Courtney D, is more ancient than you are. Um, this is like in the early days of the internet. So it's not like you could just do Google search and be like, sex club A, B, and C are five minutes from your dorm room. Like, that's just not how it went. But somehow she found this place and she's like, do you want to go there? And I was like, yeah. Because I knew that the point of this was that we were going to do this. And I was like, finally. Because <laughs> I was impatient and she was impatient and we kept laughing about it. But um, so we purposefully put ourselves in this situation where, you know, now looking back on it as a grown person, I was like, you purposefully put yourself in a damn dangerous situation. Like that was pretty stupid, but you know, you're in college and you think, you know what you're doing. I'm grown. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. So we show up at this place in Fort Lauderdale and I'm pretty sure it doesn't even exist anymore. It was called Plato's repeat, which I guess there's a famous one in New York called Plato's retreat. Oh. So this was kind of like a so imitation clever. and it was super sketchy. <laughs> It, the building was like really run down. Now that I think about it, I was like, what the hell? We go there, we have to bring our own alcohol and check it because they can't, they don't have a liquor license. They can't get of course. one. Because if they get one, they have to reveal like what's going on in there. 
And so you bring, we bought some sort of cheap ass alcohol and we checked it and we got a ticket for it or whatever. And then it had a lot of little rooms everywhere, which were very, very random. And um, one room was like a club kind of room where people are dancing and also making out and also like some things were happening in the corners. <laughs> and then there was another room that was playing the movie Armageddon is with a bunch of couches that was super random don't know why that was there and then you'd walk down this hallway i know right like chris has her <laughs> mouth open she's like i don't even understand the world you're taking me into courtney <laughs> what is happening you imagine my tiny college brain just blown by all of this um so and then there were other rooms where you'd go down a hallway and then there was just this one big room where it's just what you would think in a sex club you walk into the room and there were people everywhere and they were having sex they were naked there were probably like 15 people just laying around and i'm looking and i'm tracking everybody i'm looking 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 and i see boy girl boy girl boy girl boy girl boy girl and i'm like we're gonna cause too much attention in here we're not staying in this room so we back out um we had I, I skipped over a part we had been in the dance room for quite a while i'm a dancey person i think i said this on the last podcast i was yeah. on with you girls like i really like to dance i really like to go to clubs and she liked to too and we were mm. dancing and we were getting sexy on the dance floor a little bit and so right before this you know we were getting a little sexy we were getting a little handsy and finally i'm like i look at her and i just take her by the wrist and i'm like let's go. So we go down that hallway and that's where I saw all those people laying around. I'm like, this is not where we're going to have this first experience between you and me because we're going to attract a lot of attention if we do that. So then there were like these individual little rooms near there and thinking back on it again, you would walk into it. It was like the size of a walk-in closet and there was like a mattress on, or a blanket on the floor and it was probably like so dirty like oh what was I thinking but I wasn't thinking so that's the problem um so I find a little room and I'm about to like shove her in there and this these this couple this man and this woman stop us and they go oh my god are you guys about to go in there and I'm like uh what do you think yes and they go can we please go in there with you can we please watch you what please 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 what <laughs> And I look at them and I go, this is our first time doing this. So no. And the guy was like, please, please, please. And I like slammed the door in his face because he really wanted to come in. I was like, no. <laughs> and then I, I mean, this is kind of hot, but I just basically like pushed her down on the ground. And I was like, we're doing this. Then I dove in and uh, <laughs> things happened and she oh, was real happy. Dove yeah, dove in, in head first. <laughs> actually head first and <laughs> and she was happy that night and uh then we finally after a year of knowing each other finally got that first one over with so but we had to go into this crazy place to do it where they were playing armageddon in a side room in a movie I love room it. which is is there crazy I mean, bizarre i haven't seen that movie in a long ass time is i've actually never seen that movie is there something <laughs> sexy about it i mean I there's that so. one there's that aerosmith song but other than that Hmm. No, I've still never to this day seen that movie because every time I like, if I <laughs> scroll by it or I see it, I, I think about like this night. <laughs> nice. I do the same thing with The Notebook because of the drive-in movie theater with the same boyfriend she was talking about from high school and college. Yeah. We shared him in the back of her mom's van. Like she got the top half, I got the bottom half thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was when The Notebook came out. So that shows you how long ago that was. That's so, I think I've watched it once since then, but that's all I can think of when I see it. Yep. <laughs> Sensory if, memory. I totally get it. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. <gasps> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so is this, is this sex club a memory that you look back on fondly or is it like, oh my God, what the fuck was I thinking? No. So I, I really do look back on it fondly and I've lost touch with that girl. Aww. And I actually, Aww. I can't find her on social media or anywhere. And um, oh. I worry about her because, you know, I just, I worry and I wish I knew, you know, how she was doing. I know some people don't do social media, which is, you know, strange to yeah. me, but 
I'd love to check in with her and see how she is. But I actually totally think about this fondly because I remember how ex like excited and happy I was and how brave I was feeling. And I was yeah. like, we are doing this. And so, <laughs> um, and I wasn't really like, I've become a much more assertive person as I've become a grown up. But back then for me to tell that couple, no, you're absolutely not coming in here. Like I just <laughs> shoved, yeah. slammed the door in his face. I was like, no. <laughs> and uh, it was I it, pushing a girl head first into the ground moment. <laughs> right. But I was, I was happy. Like I wanted to feel close to her and I liked her a lot. And, you know, I wanted that to happen and it did. And it was really, really wonderful. And I have fond memories of her, but there is also the grown up part of me now that if I had a daughter that did that, I would be like, what the <laughs> hell were you thinking? could have been killed or murdered or being on the porn tape like you're probably on the web somewhere what are you doing so yeah oh my gosh I mostly all good memories 80 percent good memories 20 percent. what the hell oh that's good that's yeah good. <laughs> so um i <laughs> if you've ever seen the movie house of wax if you haven't don't because it's i haven't so we went, me and that same high school boyfriend went to see it one time and about, I don't know, 30 minutes in, we were like, this movie fucking sucks. Like <laughs> with Paris Hilton in it, like it's going to suck. And so we were like, I mean, there's no, there's like maybe we're at the, like the very top and there's like maybe two or three people down there on like the second row. So we're like, yeah, we could do this. This was in the age of mini skirts, like denim mini skirts with like a cute tank top, which is what I was wearing because I used to be skinny. That was your um, outfit. Like that was your uniform in high school. It was. It really easy was. access, easy service. Easy access. And so I was like, eh, let's do it. And we did it. And then I realized after the movie was over, because we were literally like not on the very back row, but like maybe three rows down and like right in front of the projection thing there was a dude standing in the projection window like, he saw the whole thing, he saw the whole thing. <laughs> there's a sticky puddle right underneath where he's standing right now I know, like in my mind at first i was like that nasty motherfucker he was like watching us have sex but then, like looking back he was because he was like not our age he was a little bit older so i was like no in reality he was probably like oh man i'm gonna have to clean that up yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's really, not soda. That's probably what he was thinking. So, you know. He probably got on that uh, radio and was like, Tyler, we got to clean up on aisle <laughs> three right. in the House of Wax room. <laughs> House of Wax room. You go after that. Let me know when you're done. They start cleaning up. They're like, oh, that's not wax. No. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Yikes. <laughs> not even a little bit. No. <laughs> Do you have any more? Or should I continue? No, I mean, I'm, that's it. I've, I've, I've apexed at the sex club. I mean, I don't know where else you could go from there. Yeah, true. I don't, I don't think any of mine can top that. But one time I did have sex with a guy in a bathroom at a bar. Mm. I mean, that's nasty anyway, because it was like, it was, I don't mean, have you ever been to um, Club La Vila in Panama City Beach? So, no, but I go there for work now. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't know. If, well, I'm sure people do this in Florida, but like when you have like two families that they both have trailers next to each other and sometimes they'll like scoot them together and duct tape them together. Mm -hmm. and just imagine. She lives in Florida. Of course she knows that. <laughs> you're like imagining here. like there's some weird threshold where like one trailer meets another. That's what the inside of Club La Vila looks like. It's, it's called like, Thanksgiving. I don't, I mean, what's weird about this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like very odd, like, thresholds where you're crossing from one room into another where, like, there's, like, a weird step, but it's, and the, the floors are, like, uneven. And so it was a bar like that in Nashville. It was very sketch and nothing like the floor plan of it just did not make sense. There was weird ass hallways that went to nowhere. There was doors that went to empty rooms. It was bizarre and I was really drunk. And so I don't really remember exactly where it was. I just remembered that we were in this skinny ass hallway 
and we were it was stairs in a hallway and we were walking down the stairs and we saw this door and I was like, where does this door go? And so I opened it and it's this tiny, nasty ass bathroom. I'm talking the sink is like cockeyed, like hanging by like one drywall nail off the wall. And I was like, this looks like a good place to fuck. We should fuck here. As one does. It's okay. I won't put all my Naturally. weight on the sink. So hopefully it doesn't come <laughs> crashing down. And so we have sex in this nasty ass bathroom and I don't know what came over me, but I said, let's get married. And he said, that's a great idea. No. (laughs) Drove to it. Neither one of us have had any business driving. We drove to an all night chapel. There's one in Nashville. We Mm -hmm. drove there. And we tried to get in, and it was locked, probably because it was three in the morning. The dick was that good that you wanted to marry it right then and there? Damn. (laughs) Right? It wasn't. I was just drunk. Courtney, though. (laughs) Girl. No, it gets better. I know the end result to this. Oh, my God. (laughs) You got me touching my mouth over here, and that's exactly what I'm not supposed to be doing right now in this age of coronavirus. Girl. (sighs) So, um... Yeah, so I went home with him, and I mean, I had been, like, seeing, talking to him. I'd been on, like, maybe two dates with him. I'd been talking to him for, like, maybe three weeks. I met him on POF. Went home with him, and I woke up feeling like absolute dog shit, and I was just laying there thinking, oh, my God, I almost made a really, really terrible choice last night, and I was thinking that he was probably going to wake up and think the same thing. But he didn't. He woke up and continued, like, even in his sober mind, he continued to think that this was a great idea. So we're going to do this or not? We should legit get married. And so he kept asking me over and over and over. And I was just like, like, I had been in this relationship right before him that I was like, I love this guy. We had been together for a long time. I was going to marry him and it didn't work out. And I kind of, like, I didn't want to admit it, but, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm... Rebound. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen one day. Like, I'm going to be with this guy. So I'm just going to, like, waste my time doing whatever until he realizes that I'm the shit and we need to be together. And he never realized that. And so I wound up with this dude. And he finally convinced me to marry him. And I did. She did. She married this man. I knew him for seven weeks when I married him. Seven. So, um, hi, Courtney Davenport, uh, Can't Believe It News. My question to you is, <laughs> are you still married to this? No. no okay, no. good, good, good. Woo. Woo, good. No. Oh, Lord. I'm going to take another drink of wine. Woo. Okay. No, no we got married um, on September 30th, and I asked for a divorce on May 5th. Whoa! She moves fast. She's a decisive uh, well, person. This guy she knows what was she wants a, what she doesn't want. Exactly. This guy was a hot mess express, and he so was. she needed to get him gone ASAP. He's the kind of douchebag where you say off the cuff, you'd just be like, oh, Jesus, like in his presence. And he'd be like, it's okay. You can call me, you know, whatever his name is. I don't, I don't know if you're okay with blasting him. He should not be named. Yeah. He who should not be named. So we'll say it's like Cody. Be like, oh, Jesus. No, it's okay. You can call me Cody. His name should be Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. He's a, he's definitely a Kyle. It's so a Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, there was that. Somehow in my brain, for the longest time, I had it in my head that the story went like this instead. I thought that they had met at the, uh, what's that rooftop bar in Nashville? It's like O'Patty's or something? O'Flanagan's? O'Farrick's? Like every bar downtown is a rooftop bar. Literally every single one of them. It's some sort of Irish name is the bar but i thought that you guys like just one night out of nowhere had just met up there it was like see each other across the crowded room and drifted towards each other but then later that same night 
you guys went to Sparrow underneath the parking garage and he proposed to you at the Sparrow that same night and then you guys got married the next day. I don't know how I got that, but that's what I thought for like five years. The reason she thinks that is because she is combining two different stories. So when we were, the reason we were downtown and drinking and at this bar in the first place was because he brought some of his family to Nashville and they wanted to see downtown. And so we got real dressed up and we took them downtown. We took them bar hopping and everything. So we were downtown and we were very close to the Sabero, but we didn't go inside. On another night, like two years before that, me and a couple of friends had gone to Wild Horse. Sabero mm-hmm. was like almost right across from Wild Horse. So, and we parked in the parking garage on top of Sabero. So we stopped there to get pizza before we left. And while we were in there, it's like 2.30 in the morning, there was a guy that I saw him propose to his girlfriend inside Sabero. And she said, yes. Okay, I have so many thoughts. I just, I need a minute. I have so many thoughts. Um, Follow-up question, Courtney Davenport, what the fuck news? Follow-up question. Um, do you mean, you keep saying Sabero, which is like the cutest, most adorable thing I ever did see because you are so incredibly Southern that you were calling it Sabero. Sabero, I know, it kills oh me too. Oh my God, my, my little heart is she said sparrow, and I was like, that sounds like a bird. We here in Florida who have a lot of, like, New York transplants, we call it sparrow. Um, but that's like the mall pizza. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, there's yeah. a whole-ass um, restaurant downtown. Whole, yeah, you walk in, they have a full-length buffet and, like, tons and tons of tables. And it's the very first floor, and then everything above it for like seven floors is all parking garage. So the strength of this amazing pizza is causing people to say yes to a marriage proposal? Is that the information that I am to glean from this? It's gotta be. Like, he had a ring and everything. Like, he didn't, he wasn't like just, like, spur of the moment, like, this pepperoni is so good, I have to make you mine right now. Like, he was prepared. He had a ring. I don't know if it had some, like... Now, now I feel self-conscious saying the pizza place name. I don't know if this pizza... <laughs> say it, the pizza place. <laughs> I don't know if this pizza restaurant had some significance to them. Like, maybe they went there on their first date or something. But okay, I well, that's feel actually like cute. at 2.30 in the morning, like, if you're going to do it there for sentimental reasons, like, why are we doing it at 2.30 in the morning? No, like, didn't you hear that phrase, nothing good happens after 2 a.m.? Like. Yeah. That's got to be the case here. I'm pretty sure they were, they had to be drunk. They had to be drunk. She said, yes. I mean, even if they had their first date there, like, that's just not a place where you propose. Well, even if you think Sparrow Pizza is good, you have to be drunk. I mean, that's like (laughs) a controversial take here. Uh, yeah, I don't right. eat Waffle House if I am drunk because that is the only time I think Waffle House tastes good. And all of my, did you just hear the sound of all of my Georgia family disowning me? Because that just happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Sparrow Pizza is terrible. Now, their baked ziti, that's different. Their baked ziti is pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that night I actually did have baked ziti. Yeah, baked ziti is awesome. But I mean, everything there is grossly overpriced. Sure. I mean, Granted, yes, their pizza slices are big. You know, it's like this. But that slice of pizza is still not worth twelve fifty. I mean, come on. No. No, come to Sparrow where the pizza slices are big, just like your dreams of happiness forever. Yeah. I, they should they change had, their tagline. Totally. That works. They had a massive group with them. It was a group of like twenty people. So like that kind of led me to believe like he got them all together for this occasion like hey come to this pizza place because i'm gonna propose to my girlfriend and i would like you all to be there at 2 30 in the morning like i there i i have so many questions but i didn't want to like i mean they looked genuinely happy that like she was tearing up and stuff and she was like <laughs> taking the greasy napkins and like dabbing in her eyes and i was just like i have questions but like this looks legit i don't want to like barge in on their moment but i need she's, answers she was probably tearing up because she was like bitch you're proposing to me in a sparrow <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't think of anything better at two in the damn morning oh my god no. and somehow i don't know chris got those two stories like meshed and Fine. somehow i became the one that was proposed to at this 
pizza, this fine pizza establishment. This fine pizza establishment. <laughs> I saw something very similar here at my local Walmart. I'm in a city that's not like small town where we grew up, but it's also not as big as Nashville. If Joe so we, Exotic lived in Tennessee, this is the city he would live yeah, in. Yeah, this is the city okay, he would live I in. I have the picture. Thank you for painting the picture for me. Exactly. <laughs> There's one Walmart for the entire county, and I live within walking distance to it. Mm-hmm. And so we were there, and all of this commotion happened, and we look around, and this guy had purchased an engagement ring in the jewelry counter, turned around at the end of that purchase, dropped to his knee and proposed at that moment in the Walmart. Just could not wait. Oh, that's and then, sweet. <laughs> but you know, it was planned too because her entire family started like coming out of the aisles. Like there was nobody. And then suddenly there's like 50 people all clapping and crying. I'm like, how did you guys like organize a flash mob? <laughs> Grandma, get out of the yarn aisle. You're proposing right now. Right. Like, did they meet there and like he was her supervisor and like they fell in love when he bent her over the break room table it's possible That's how it happened maybe? i don't know it was like hey baby which one of these do you like pick one out cool that one here's my credit card turn around drop to the knee marry me here's your family like that, that's how that went within a span of like 15 minutes well, that's actually kind of cute because he couldn't even stand to wait. That's kind of adorable. That's actually very similar to the way my husband proposed to me. He had the ring in his pocket for about, well, he had it in, uh, in his pocket all day and then we were alone for five minutes and he wound up proposing to me at a stoplight while I was driving a car. Nice. <laughs> I couldn't, I mean, this is a different story. It's not like sort of related to future sex we would be having, but um, there you go. Yeah, it was an heirloom ring, and um, he he got it from his mother, and we'd been shopping with his mother all day long, and then we left his parents, and we were in the car, and we went, like, one stoplight and one, no, one stop sign and one stop light, and all of a sudden, he makes a noise over here, and I'm driving the car, and he, ping, and I look over, and he goes, want to get married? And this, like, gorgeous freaking heirloom ring is staring at me, and the first thing I said was not yes or no or let's talk about this. I go, God, that thing is gorgeous. <laughs> yes and then i made i was like i'm pulling the car over and you're doing this the right way you're gonna get down on one knee so i made him get down on one knee and i'm parking the mall oh yeah i love it It it's pretty cute (laughs) but he was just like riding in the car and he's like all flustered like i have to do it now or i'll never do it yeah apparently um because we were going on a cruise in about a month and a half and we had planned on doing it on the cruise and that's the whole you know he's told to talk to his mom they came into town he's like bring the ring i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. he brought the ring the possession of the ring was transferred outside of my knowledge and then he just couldn't even stand it to wait oh for the cruise goodness. so he waited one stop sign and one stop light and then he was like pap popping it right here and i'm like <laughs> God, that's that adorable <laughs> yeah that is pretty cute oh we ended on a really sweet note that's so yeah, cute i love so it kind of like forget about all the debauchery and and uh whorishness that happened before right <laughs> doesn't matter because you found your soulmate hooray <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um okay so I need to update our listeners really quickly about yes. the whole Beer Olympics thing. So, as we know, we are living in the midst of COVID-19. We don't know what's going to happen day to day. In Tennessee, things keep changing. So, honestly, I mean, so today is April 1st. The, 1st. the Beer Olympics is not until the 18th. So that's 17 days. It's probably going to change 17 times. Yes. So at this point, I am saying as long as it is legal for us to congregate, we're doing it. We're going to have this beer Olympics because I have been planning this for a year um, and it's going to happen unless the governor of Tennessee specifically tells me that I cannot or I will go to jail or be fined. It's going to happen. Um, 
I've already had a bunch of people say that they're not scared and they're coming no matter what. That's so, the most Tennessee thing. I ain't scared no virus. I ain't scared of <laughs> your flu. So mm -hmm. that's, that's where we're at at this point. Everything is still a go. So uh, Beer Olympics uh, starts at noon on April the 18th. It is here at my house. Check possibly. Out Facebook event. Do what? I said possibly. Yeah, possibly. Um, check out the Facebook event. It's got all the details. You can find you a team. If you don't have a team already, put one together. Um, so yeah, we're, we're just going to take it as it comes. And if it, you know, if we're not able to do it, then we will reschedule. It's definitely, it's going to happen. It's not going to get canceled. If this whole thing happens, we will have, we'll reschedule it, but it will happen. Do you have to have a team to do this beer Olympics? Do what? You have, you have to have a team? Well, I mean, yeah. So what are some interesting team names that you've had like submitted? Um, let's see. Well, we, nobody submitted theirs for this year yet. Um, they're all just, you know, they're going to write it on the board when they get here. But last year we, well, we only had two teams last year. Team Ramrod. Yeah. Ram, team Ramrod and Purple Cobra. So if I were coming, which I super wish I was like, I, I, I'm more of a wine girl and a mixed drink girl, but I would, I would try to hold my own. I think I would call my team. We're here. We're beer. Get used to it. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I think my favorite team name of anything I've seen, I also host uh, trivia nights uh, during the week. And my favorite trivia name was, um, I don't pull out, but my couch does. Whoa. I love that. Yes. It was strong. So one more funny team name. Um, I'm supposed to, we're signed up to do a color run in uh, Orlando. We did that. We They're did so that. fun, right? It, a friend it, of ours um, used to run in high school and then didn't run for years and years and just started running again. So I was like, we got to do a 5k and we got to do the color run because those are the most fun because you're so excited when you're running and you just see, oh my God, yellow, yellow is next. and Oh my God, <laughs> green is next. And you forget like what you're doing so because it's a color run our team name is called beige against the machine nice <laughs> yeah, oh my god that is so punny i love it i know we had to come <laughs> up with a good one so yeah beige against the machine is what we picked but i'm really hoping we still get to do it because it's at the end of um may so i'm hoping mm -hmm. the world will be back right side up by then but who knows oh god i hope so Me that's too. hysterical well, That's, hey, if it if it keeps going on like this, shit, you could probably get a flight here and back for twenty bucks. Oh, for real? <laughs> I've heard about how cheap the flights are. Have you looked? Southwest.com is like stupid cheap right now. Oh I can visit my family. That's if they allow you to fly, though. Yeah. Like it's it is so crazy how cheap it is. Yeah. And gas is oh my god! I got gas the other day for like a dollar thirty-two. <laughs> it was beautiful it's all dirt cheap and we can't fucking go anywhere yep right. that's the irony yep well something else another announcement we are supplementing our podcast now with this really cool kind of radio show there's an app called station head it's only an app so not something you can access on your web browser but you can definitely access it on your phone uh, again that's called station head we post the links to it, but we go live on air on Wednesdays around 7.30. We play um, playlists off Spotify. They can either be playlists that were curated specifically from our special guests, like this one was, or they will be songs relating to the theme of our podcast, or if we have a uh, featured artist on the podcast, then we're also going to feature their music as well. So it's kind of throwing music in with uh, our incessant rambling. So that's fun. And since we have reached a thousand, well, over a thousand plays now and over 500 Facebook likes, we are going to do an Ask Me Anything or an AMA on Facebook Live. Not exactly sure when that's going to happen yet. Probably over the weekend maybe i'm not sure we'll uh we'll put it up on facebook when we decide an exact date and time for that but go ahead and send us your questions ahead of time at yolo at 
rtotshow.com. So that's rtotshow. Again, that is yolo at rtotshow.com. Send us any question. We are not turning down any questions whatsoever. Uh, this is your time to interview us. So we're going to do that as well. CJ, what did you learn? Um, I learned that I, I kind of, I still really want to know what is sexy about, um, what would you say? Armageddon? Is that what the movie that was playing? Armageddon. Yeah. I, I learned that I need to watch Armageddon because I want to know what is sexy about that. Exactly. <laughs> I learned that our guest Courtney was in a sex club with a oh, sexy God. lady. <laughs> I love it. What did you learn? Um, I learned that not everybody pronounces Sparrow the way we do here in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Mm -hmm. That word ever again. I'm just going to call it a fine pizza establishment. You should. It's the <laughs> finest. It is the very finest. That yes. should honestly be like the rest of its name. It should be like Sparrow, a fine pizza establishment. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mm -hmm. write a letter to their CEO as soon as we hang up. I'm sure they're going to listen. Absolutely. Right? Well, remember, as always, to say yes to adventures because they become stories. And in the end, that is all we are. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, girls. <laughs> this concludes our broadcast day. Good night and God bless America.